0: Welcome back to Rush Morons. I'm Ethan. That's Christian. How's it going, Christian? Good. Thanks for having me back on the pod. Appreciate it. Always good to, to reminisce and talk about stuff. Stuff and talk things. Talk about stuff and things. Things and stuff.
1: You know, we uh, watched a lot of movies growing up. A lot of animated movies. Yeah. Of, we grew up on Disney movies, didn't we? We did quite a few VHS. of them. The bricks, you know, with tape in them. What about non Disney animated movies though?
0: Did we watch a lot of those? See, I we don't know. Some. I think I just assumed that every animated movie was a Disney movie for some reason. <laughs> I don't think we really watched a lot of movies. I think we just watched the same movies a lot.
1: Yeah, so whenever, you, whenever you
0: found those non-Disney movies that were good, that's how you knew it was a good movie. So maybe we should give our Mount Rushmores of non-Disney animated movies. Since like Disney kind of <laughs> dominates
1: the market, you know, right? you give a root... shout out to the non-Disney ones. You root for the underdog, right? Anything that uh, undermines Disney. <laughs> yeah, I'm for that. So what's your first movie on your Mount Rushmore of I animated mean, movies?
0: I mean, this is probably, you know, it's the, it's the Tom Brady of picks because it's definitely not a sleeper, but Across the Spider-Verse, you know, mm. came out this year, 2023, but it's masterpiece. It's a pretty impressive display of intellectual property because you have like, you know, the video game and the Tobey Maguire movies and the, the Marvel movies and all that. But just like story-wise, visually, I thought it was pretty funny. I don't think it's necessarily a kid's movie. I think it's something that kids can enjoy, but it's also for some more mature audiences, not like, you know, adult themes and stuff. But yeah, I think across the Spider-Verse, the first movie, Into the Spider-Verse, is pretty good too. I'm excited for the third movie that comes out. I don't even know what what they called it Beyond the Spider Verse, maybe that sounds right. That's gonna be my George Washington, yeah. I had Into the Spider Verse on mine, okay. I feel
1: like I like Into the Spider Verse, I wouldn't say I like it more, I just put it on there since it's the first one. So, we watched Across, Across the Spider Verse with Dad, and, yeah, and, uh, and Kayla Ava. and Ava. You know, Kayla's not really a you know, she's, she's not into Marvel that much, right? I think she enjoyed it, but she didn't really didn't know, really going, know what she, she hadn't seen on. the first movie, exactly. Yeah. But I feel like the first one, even if you're not a Spider Man fan or a superhero fan. It's pretty easy to watch Uh-huh. as long as you
0: have an idea of okay, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. You have to buy a <laughs> spider because i you get to know. Right. And, and here's a new story of Spider-Man because there are multiple Spider-Men, right? Correct. There are different universes. But you don't have to have like a preconceived knowledge of five other movies before Oh, you. right. Like, like the, the MCU. Yeah. Um, I also kind of felt happy because whenever we went and saw that it started at like, 7:30, and it's like a two-hour-long movie. So guy was trying really hard to stay, and he—I think he liked it, but uh, he was falling asleep. And I could tell yeah, Kayla was like, "I don't know what's going on." So I, I kind of felt bad afterwards, but I was like, I, "I liked it. I'm glad you guys liked it too." So yeah, it's
1: funny. Yeah, animation is cool. Yeah, as you mentioned, across the Spider Verse, there's the different types of Spider-Man. You get the—I guess Spider Ham's not in the second one, but you get like he's the, at the very, the, anime. the very end. Yeah, right, you get like yeah. the anime type Spider-Man. You get the
0: Spider-Man Noir. 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 They even yeah. reference like the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield ones, right? Like you said so. And uh, you're a big fan of Donald Glover and having him as the Prowler live action. I remember as soon as that scene started, I was like looking over at you because I wanted to see your reaction whenever it was going to come <laughs> up. So Yeah, it was a fun cameo. So Across the Spider-Verse, into the Spider-Verse, I think we can kind of combine those and say. Yeah, that's fair. The Is Spider-Verse it, Chronicles.
1: It's pretty hard to leave those off. Just beautiful animation, but also just great movies overall. So what's your second one? I said Flushed Away. Um, I also like Flushed Away. I
0: think we kind of had like some like a renaissance of it. We watched it as kids because it's kind of funny that we have our childhoods are broken up into like the old house and the new house before we moved so it's like OH and NH and so we had like flushed away OH where I think we maybe borrowed it from our cousins or something like that and I was like wow this is so funny and it's not what I'm like the animation style is different the jokes seem not as juvenile maybe you know seeing it again probably whenever I was like 11 or 12 we like got it for like five bucks at Target you know I was like oh no this is still a funny movie like even now I'm like oh I'll I'll throw it on if there's like a movie night going on or something like that. I mean, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's a lot of British humor, but a lot of British, you know, powerhouses like Ian McKellen and uh, Hugh Jackman. Obviously, he's, a, he's Australian, but British Empire, you know, and uh, Andy Circus being in it like Andy Circus is in it. He's the not Y T. He's the other guy. The uh, other like henchman. Keep your legs straight when you hit the water. Spike. Spike. Yes, yeah. he's Spike. You'll be singing in a much higher voice. Yeah, it's just it's funny stuff like that. And the, the funniest one to me is still whenever he goes down the drain. And he catches the fish. And the fish is like, <laughs> have you seen My Dad? It's like, oh, they're making a shot at Disney. <laughs> For a movie that's about a, a rat that goes
1: to the sewers, that's, which is pretty they, gross. But they don't make just use of like toilet humor. I mean, they know? do, but, they it's, not, ju- but it's, it's not just not, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's
0: pretty like... More advanced humor as well. And some slight gags, you know. I, I always liked the parodies of the different movies that were on the shelf, you know, the DVDs. It was like a James Bond. There truth, was, right? like, Always Die Twice, yeah. something like that. And then there's, like, Rat Man Begins, because it's like, just come out, you know.
1: Yeah, pretty memorable movie. I think it's pretty rewatchable, too, even if you've seen it yeah. as many times as we have. I feel like it's still really rewatchable. Memorable characters. Shockey, Breida's cousin, uh, as you mentioned, the frog, the Toad, right? La Toad. Spike and Whitey, as you mentioned. Just very memorable. Yeah. Funny.
0: Good plot centers around like the World Cup. It's right. interesting they get soccer in there somehow, which is really interesting. Very so. very uh, British. And yeah. I think if you talk to somebody, if they've seen it, they either hate yeah. it or they love it. Like there's nobody who's ever like, really? oh, it's just a it's a good movie. You know, I, don't I feel like I've ever met anybody that hates it. I feel like I have more people who typically like film aficionados, yeah. you know, just like how pointless and inane this dialogue is. I'm like, oh, it's kind of fun. My little chimpanzee brain is like, ooh, that's good. I don't know about you. When I was younger...
1: DreamWorks kind of seemed scary. The animation, yeah, because like that's not Disney. That's like some other (laughs) knockoff, and like you know, like Chicken Run or Shrek, even Shrek, really like Shrek. The animation was still kind of... Uh, crude almost? Crude, kind of primal compared Even, to what Pixar was. Right. Because Pixar was really advanced really quickly. I mean, obviously the first Toy Story for Pixar. Oh, rough, right. But like, yeah. they got it together pretty fast. DreamWorks had this weird perception in my mind. It's kind of like Cartoon Network, unnerving a little bit, unsettling, just seeing it. It's just, it's a little different. It's a little, it's like the weird third cousin of Disney. Yeah. It's like the kid that you're like, you, you're kind of
0: cool, but if I hang around you, I'm probably going to get in trouble. Exactly. Sort of exactly. Yeah.
1: I feel like the movies are... Good for kids, but I could also see parents for some reason having this weird, like, perception that like, oh, well, you know, there like might be at, an adult at joke any in there. moment
0: something can go wrong. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I feel like our mom liked some of the DreamWorks movies, but felt like maybe she shouldn't. Shrek the Halls was mm-hmm. always on on TV, and I always felt like she didn't quite approve of it. So, I was like, So should I not quite approve of it? Maybe I'm wrong, but and um, Shrek definitely does have some more adult you, jokes you, you, you catch think he's as in a compensating for something, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, and that maybe that's why she was and maybe of yeah, it. And they do the, definitely
1: do. DreamWorks definitely pushes it
0: a little more than Disney does. Because I think that they get, we're the Burger King compared to the McDonald's of (laughs) of Disney, right? That's a great comparison. I think now people are like, oh, with the Puss in Boots movie that came out last year? A couple years ago. A couple years ago. Like people are like, oh, this is a beautiful movie. It's not, you know, the same jokes over and over again. There's kind of a running joke of there's a thing called DreamWorks face. Like, all the characters obviously look the same, they have the same art style, but then, like, they always do, like, the smirky thing. Like, that's kind of funny that there is, like, a DreamWorks look and, kind of like, there's a Pixar look. And so. Like, Riley from Inside Out looks like she could be Andy's sister. She could be anybody yeah. in, in Pixar versus, like, you know, Mega Minds could be in any of the movies.
1: Flushed away. I mean, did you have Megamind on the list since we're talking about DreamWorks? See, I thought about it.
0: I thought about it because people unironically enjoy it still. And that was, again, you're, you're talking about that uncomfortability, discomfort with DreamWorks. And I kind of felt that with Megamind Because I had this, even as a kid, I could tell whenever some movies were not meant to be good. We were watching Saturday morning cartoons and there was a McDonald's toy about it. I was like, this is probably not going to be a good movie because they're just marketing it. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, Epic, Rise of the Guardians, The Guardians. There are a lot of those. Uh, Igor. I watched a video yes. the other day on, on, on Igor. North. on the North. Northern North. Furry Vengeance. Yeah, Remember that one? Yeah. I was like, I love Brendan Fraser, but I you don't can like just this tell. movie, right? The Smurfs. The Smurfs. Yeah. So whenever, whenever Megamind came out, I was like, okay, this is a similar, like there's a lot of marketing for it. So whenever I watched it, I was like... I like this, but it feels kind of like I'm at a friend's house on like a Thursday afternoon and things are not quite okay. Like maybe there's a snow day. It's like a kind of on the background. I thought about putting Megamind because it is good going back and watching it. I remember thinking that the Michael Jackson song at the end is really catchy, but I wasn't allowed to sing it because it was about being bad. So I wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell's is Megamind. It's Megamind.
0: Right? Brad Pitt's,
1: Metro Man. Yeah, Jonah Hill is the. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Titan. Titan. Pal. Yes. And then I think, I want to say Reese Witherspoon maybe is, is, the, is the reporter. Christine. Girl. I feel like, yeah, when I was a kid watching it, I, I enjoyed it because it's you know, superheroes and it's funny. Right. But as I've gotten older, and it's been a couple of years since I've rewatched it, but it honestly holds up really well. Kind of. I think yeah. it kind of. It was before the superhero
0: craze. But it was also before the anti-hero craze too. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it feels like one of those that I've seen people, you know, online that grew up with it, try to push for like a sequel. Yeah. And it definitely, I could see there being
0: a sequel, but I'm kind of glad that they haven't and that they will just leave it alone. Right. Because I they definitely would have made three sequels. I'm <laughs> surprised that DreamWorks has not had their own streaming platform. Like all their movies are just like on Netflix. You I'm know, sure there are, will be at some point. I'm against sequels in general, but especially after it's been like 10 plus years, like The Incredibles, two Toy Story three wasn't bad. Yeah, it was pretty good. Toy Story four though was bad. Rough. Or the last two Indiana Jones movies, things like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad that yeah, DreamWorks is actually holding out on that.
1: But Yeah, Megamind did not make my list. Did not make yours. It'd probably be an honorable mention for me. So what's if your wait, third one? What was your
0: second one? Oh, Flushed Away. I had to Flushed Away. Okay, so. you're Flushed Away on there. Yeah. I said Space Jam. Okay. The original, the original Space Jam, because I remember watching it as like a you know a grade school student. I was like, oh, this is a really good concept. I didn't know that Who Framed Roger Rabbit existed ten years before that. But I was like, man, like, this is fun. Like, it's Looney Tunes. And then Michael Jordan, you know, every 10-year-old boy thinks that Michael Jordan's, like, the coolest person who ever existed. Yeah, I just think even, like, kind of some of the humor was kind of funny, you know. And it just kind of felt like turn turned my brain off for an hour and 20 minutes. Like, there aren't really any stakes here, but it's just a fun way to see the movie end. And it also, I mean, obviously prompted a, a sequel where Warner Brothers were literally just showing everybody what all they owned, which was kind of funny to see. I think the original Space Jam was—maybe it wasn't a good movie, but it was a good movie as a kid to watch.
1: It's definitely a good hour and a half as a kid on a Saturday. Plug it in, watch it with your friends. It's a good, easy go-to movie. Um, I'd agree. It's not... I don't have it on my list, but it's a good movie. <laughs> um, I didn't put it on mine mostly because it does have the live-action sequel, so I discounted it. But like, you, it has animated parts as well, so, you so kind, know, of, it, kind of cheating. It counts. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it counts. I for, for my personal one, I kept it off. But
0: you and I were talking before the pod about whenever we were in elementary school, and we had this good behavior reward system where you got like currency, you know. And so there'd be like a store every month we could go buy candy and thrifted stuff. And I remember I, I got the VHS for Space Jam. I don't know if you remember that. Like, I know. Yeah, I bought it from the little store. Somebody just thrown it in a bin and like donated. It. But I was like, "Oh, this is cool! Like I've seen this movie once or twice." So I guess I it's just VHS say, probably, yeah, probably because we still had one, and our sister put Disney stickers all over it. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I'd say the first Space Jam.
1: Space Jam is one of those, two that you can always find it at Walmart for like three bucks. Yeah, you know, always. It's, it's just so easy to find and buy. Like, it's just a cheap one out of your collection. Kind of like Home Alone. And throw it in yeah, year round. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I did not put it on there, but it's a good answer. For my third one, I said the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Mm. The original 2004. Completely forgot about that. This one lives, I think, in our <laughs> childhood minds. Infamy and infamy. Yeah. Sure. SpongeBob is not for everybody. I know there's a lot of people that don't <laughs> like SpongeBob. And a lot of people that, didn't, that weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob. In fact, we were not originally allowed to watch SpongeBob when we were really young. And then at some point, we started watching it at our grandparents' house. Yeah. And I think our grandparents thought really it was funny. It. yeah. My mom realized it actually was pretty <laughs> clean. I mean, you know, it's not really like dirty humor, you know? There's right, really it's like just kind works. of like,
0: I would say juvenile at some Yeah, sometimes. it's definitely juvenile. Yeah, because it had the Y7 rating. And we started watching it whenever I was six. So I was like, am I allowed to watch this? I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> if I watch it. We would watch it all the time. Oh, yeah. But,
1: you know, once it was established that... We oh, this like, is a good show. We yeah. we watch it all the time. I mean, I've probably seen 95% of the episodes, not like the new ones that they made the last couple of years that kind of went downhill, but of yeah. the original, like from 1990, whenever it came Seven out, or it, whatever. 2007, I've seen all the episodes multiple times. And the SpongeBob SquarePants movie is one, I believe we watched it at our grandparents' house for the first time, because the most notable memory I have with this movie is the first time we saw it, um, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, but <laughs> there's a scene where SpongeBob and Patrick go to Shell, Shell City. City. It's the live action part of it. I guess there is live action this, so I shouldn't just I should just get this one. But they're in the uh, like the, the gift shop and they get dried the, out. They get dried out and it's like they die basically. Yeah. First time watching that, I was like probably seven or eight. I bawled my eyes out. So yeah. I thought of it. Yeah, uh, it and they're singing the Goofy Goober song right. as they're dying and, and there's little just, teardrops
0: turn into a heart and that's what saves that's what saves them. But right. it's as a kid, you're like. Oh,
1: no, they're dying. They're sp- it's a fun, job. Yeah, and I'm kind of ashamed to admit that now. But it's- no, I mean,
0: if you're six years old and this is like your childhood, I guess I remember watching it at our house because I have that same memory, but of, of crying the first time I watched it. And maybe we just saw it twice and I got cr- sad the second time. Too. Maybe because I'd seen Stuart Little like four times and I still cried whenever he got betrayed by the cat. So I think I've probably
1: actually been emotional a couple of times. It's kind of like Toy Story three, you know. You- even if you watch it multiple times, you know if they're not going to die. You still kind of get a little choked up watching it. It's just these childhood friends that you are seeing almost dying, and there's something about it. But yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants movie. That's a good uh, pick.
0: I completely forgot that that movie. A lot of great
1: humor. It's still, I think, pretty memorable. You know, Patrick riding in with you know, pants on, he has a flag <laughs> stuck between his butt. I mean, it's definitely very juvenile, but it's still one that I think people remember a lot today. It was, I think, a pretty big deal
0: when it came out. It was I in theater. Think, like I went to theaters. It, yeah. I think it was pretty popular. The other, you know, like the Atlantis movie and a lot of those, like they were released to DVD, but they were only like 45 minutes long. So like you didn't quite feel satisfied watching, but this was like a full length feature movie and they made a couple of them since then. They made the Sponge Out of Water, which was kind of Sponge on the run. I I don't think I've watched those. I I haven't seen animation, right? Yeah, they were like 3D composite. I haven't seen them, but I've heard that they're not as great as the original one. Yeah, that's my third one. Cool. So what, can you run down your three (laughs) so far you've had? My three so far were Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Flushed Away and Space Jam. And my fourth one, I think that I'm content with this one. I'm going to say the first Lego movie. I also have that one on mine. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cause I, it came out whenever I was like 14 or 15. So that was whenever I was like, I'm too cool for <laughs> kids movies, but I'm still immature enough in the back of my eyes. Like, oh no, even me and my, my infinite wisdom as a freshman in high school, like this is still a fun movie. Oh, I yeah. thought it was funny. The single funniest bit for me is whenever Metalbeard is recounting how his friends <laughs> try to sneak in. He's like, I barely made it out with just me head. And then the ship goes away. He's like, oh, and me guts. And the ship comes back and they throw the guts into the ship and then it runs away. You know, so many characters. Obviously, Lego has sets over everything. But, you know, seeing the DC characters, I don't think that there was. Yeah, there was Star Wars because the they? Millennium Falcon, they hop in the Millennium Falcon. Batman does because he think, he thought that Chewbacca was a girl. and He thought that the- that I don't remember that was part. Is that the second one? It's the first one. It's oh. whenever they're on the couch in the ocean, the double-decker couch. Oh. Knowing that Alison Brie was the voice of Unikitty. <laughs> And then watching Community all these years later, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, that's that It does. I will admit, I still don't quite like the ending. Because if you think about it, the heroes don't win. The villain lets them win. The whole, you know, Emmett is like, he's the, the special one. But he's like, oh, but we're all the special one. I'm really not going to save the day. People still make fun of his couch creation. You would think that there'd be like an arc or resolution for that, but nobody likes it. Honestly, I didn't like the reveal that everything was in the real world. Really? I didn't like that. Hmm. Especially because I think Will Ferrell being in it, I was like, oh, this is a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> like, not really. But I think the second movie, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it leans a lot into that more. It's the, the boy and he has a younger sister and like their different worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, like like in the end of the movie, the, the, Duplon, the Duplo duplo, animals come in. So it's it's a fun movie. Sometimes I still catch myself saying, honey, where are my pants? Yeah. I'd say it's it's a pretty good, pretty good movie.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I I think I was kind of the same, but I was in high school, I think, when it came out. I remember the song, Everything is Awesome, was like everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it was so popular. And I didn't watch it right away, but I heard everybody talking about it. And it was kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, it's kind of annoying. People are talking about it this much. Why is it so popular? And I think we finally rented it or watched it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is good. Like, this is funny. Well,
0: because Ava's Um, friends really liked it. So she was hanging out with her. And I think they were the ones who like introduced it to our family. And then our parents watched and like, oh, this is fun. And then we like rented it or bought it. Good for kids. Adults like it, and that's what makes, I think, a good animated movie is when
1: adults can like it just as much as the kids, but not because of like the adult jokes, the humor. It's like, like, And like you mentioned, uh, Middle Beard, I still laugh about that one to this day. Good Cop, Bad Cop with Liam Neeson. Oh, hey, yeah. buddy. Hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. Bang, bang, bullet, bullet, bullet gun, yeah. shoot, <laughs> The Lego Batman, Will Arnett, just being the angsty Lego Batman. Of course, there was right. a Lego Batman movie. Which, which, is which is also not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, it just missed mine as well. I think the Lego movie is better, but the Lego Batman movie was good too. And I think what both of those do well is they're... They're self-aware to the point they can make fun of the Lego universe and, and Lego Batman and the Batman character. Right. But it's not like, oh, ha We're kind of like Spade. Like, like, winking like like, at the audience. And right. Like Hey, isn't this so meta? It's fun that they include that in the plot, but it is also kind of making fun of themselves or not really making fun of themselves, but they're very self-aware and like, yep, this is who we are. We realize Mm -hmm. how ridiculous some of this is, but that's who we are.
0: I also appreciate that the movie itself is shot like you're actually watching little minifigures. You know, like they're pieces of plastic. You see the little seams on like their arms and they move like Lego characters, like somebody's moving them around in space. Because we grew up on the Lego video game and it was just like 3D animated or like I'm pretty sure as kids they had direct to DVD Ninjago or Star Wars or whatever, you know, films and those just were like, yeah, they were just 3D animated. They kind of bent. Like a like, uh, rubber Fluxed. hose. Yeah. But I like how in this movie it is like, no, they're, they're still Lego characters. Yeah. I was shocked to find out. It almost looks stop motion. It almost does. But yeah. it's not. It's, it's 3D it's animated. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it, it looks very much like a stop motion, like a kid making a stop motion Lego, which we also grew up on yeah, watching, watching stop <laughs> motion YouTube. So you mentioned the ending um, and I don't want to get too much into it. I mean, I think I like the ending and I think it's a very heartwarming ending. I can understand kind of the resolution is a little off. But I think for me, that's what I enjoy about the movie is it is really kind of an anti-hero movie. Or not not anti-hero, like he's an anti-hero. but Anti-like kind of, one hero? It's not really your typical story plot. Emmett is literally just this regular guy. He's really not special. And they call him like, you're the, the special, the special right? one. Yeah. But he's really not. And that's kind of uh, the end. And it's been a while since I've seen it. So I'm trying to remember the, exactly kind of how the resolution is. But Basically, the fact that he's yeah. not special is kind of what ends up saving the day. And there's that, you know, between the dad and the son, Will Farrell is the Lego version of the dad and, and it's the, I guess, the son, right? It's this happening kind of in, in re- the real world as well is reflected what's going on, how like the dad doesn't want the kid to touch anything. and stuff. Right, you and, like
0: he rules everything down so that way he can't change. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's something kind of really cool about that and really heartwarming about that with the, the you know, the dad and the son and how Legos are for everybody. But I think the fact that it's kind of, draws away from the typical plot of like movies with the story and the hero coming in and saving the day. I think I appreciate that, that they don't give Emmett these superpowers all of a sudden or like, he is just like, <laughs> He's yeah, I'm, a I'm normal. I'm regular. Like yeah. that is kind of the whole message of the movie really is it's, you know, normal people are okay too. And you don't have to have these special powers to still be important. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so I think I kind of appreciate that. I mean, I can understand, oh, he kind of, the bad guy just gives up at the end. I do kind of also appreciate the, I guess, just kind of the different direction that it goes that I can see how it would be frustrating. That there's not really a big battle at the end or this, you know, the bad guy gets beaten by the good guys. But the bad guy gives up. Kind of gives up. Yeah, or like he, let, he lets the heroes win, right? Right. But I think, that, you know, there's it's definitely a positive movie, obviously. A positive message for the ending of the movie. So I, I think it works. And I do appreciate that they went kind of did it differently. I'm not sure how I would rewrite it differently to make it more exciting, maybe. Because I can admit, you know, it's not the most exciting ending. For me, I, I enjoy it, but I can understand why it might be a little disappointing,
0: the ending. So that was your fourth one, too? Yep, that was yeah. my fourth one.
1: Good movies. Legos are for everybody, right? Stick it to Disney
0: it by watching the Lego movie. Give your money to Warner Brothers instead. We might have to do a, a Disney animated movie. Oh, I'm sure. Some Kayla point, can but. come back in. Jonathan can come back in. Yeah, big hundredth episode special. If we get to hundred episodes, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get do there. our Rushmore on a Rushmore on episodes. Exactly. There we yeah. go. Good Thank idea. Yeah. Let's do that.
1: Well, until then, we'll keep making Rush morons. Thanks for joining me, Christian. Of course. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. We'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>